Hi all, welcome to Refined by Fire. My name is Blessed Kenya. Today we're going to be talking about the fall of man. <laughs> yes, when Adam and Eve fell from God's grace, when Adam and Eve fell from the Spirit of God. So we all know the story of Adam and Eve. Adam was made from dust and Adam was alone. And God said that it is not good that you should be alone, meaning that there was two of every animal. There was two elephants, there was two pigs, there was two hippopotamuses, there was two flamingos, there was two of everything. And Adam was the only one that was alone. That's why God said it is not good for man to be alone. Let me make him a helper. So he took Eve from the rib and made a woman. That's why he said uh, when Adam woke up, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. I shall call her woman because she has a womb. So that's what that means. And um, <laughs> they were in the garden and they were living it up. I mean, walking around naked and just being vulnerable and transparent before God. There was nothing to hide. God's spirit was with them. God's spirit spoke to them. God came down, uh, as it says in scripture, in the eve of the day, in the cool of the day, which is we know as the evening. And the serpent came, very cunning, and he spoke to Eve and said, did God really say not to eat from the tree of um, the tree of knowledge? Knowing that you're going to, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And when Eve saw it, she saw that the tree was good for food. It probably looked really tasty and it was pleasant and that it was desirable to make her wise. She took it, she ate it, she gave to Adam. His eyes were open. We know the whole story. And then God came down and was like, where are you? So they heard his voice. And this is Genesis 3. They heard his voice in the garden. And God said, where are you? And Adam said, I heard your voice. I was afraid. I was naked. I hid myself. God said, who told you that you were naked? Who told you? Did you eat from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? And then the man said, well, the woman, you know, he blamed Eve. And Eve was like, the serpent. She blamed the serpent. So because it went down to the serpent, God was like, well, let me curse you first because you knew that this shouldn't have been done. So you went to deceive. So he cursed him. But really, I want to talk about Adam and Eve. And God said to the woman, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. Actually, I want to go back up a little bit. Let's go to Genesis 3. 15. God said, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, capital S, which is Jesus. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And then he says to the women, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband like you want to control and rule, but he shall rule over you. Then he said to Adam, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and you have not eaten from the tree, which I commanded. And you have, I mean, excuse me, eaten from the tree of which I commanded. You shall not, um, commanded you saying you shall not eat of it. Um, then we know that Adam, basically everything that he had, he had to toil for. He had to work hard. He had to toil the ground and curses the ground. God said for your sake, all the days of your life you're going to toil. And when you die, you're going to go back to the ground where you came from. But I want to share how God, and even after that, God love, God's love for them 
was still so great because afterward, God had made um, clothes for them of skin and gave it to them. He kicked them out the garden because they were disobedient, but he gave it to them. But I want to share something that God has been pressing on my heart. What is it about God that we feel we just need to know more than him? (laughs) We feel that we know more than him. We feel that we know everything. We have everything put together. They were freely in the garden. They could eat whatever they wanted to eat. They could do in the boundaries of the garden, whatever they wanted to do. They were free. They were literally in paradise. But yet the serpent came, which was the enemy, the devil, came and deceived them. What is it that deceives us where the enemy is able to come and trick us and say, don't do this, do this? What is that one thing? God freely gives us life. God freely gives us love. God freely gives us so much. Every day we wake up and we have breath in our bodies. We have food in our cabinets. Even if it's a peanut butter and jelly, it's food. We have water to drink. We can drink tap water and we won't get sick most places. You know, we have, but we still want more. We're not satisfied. One thing goes wrong and our whole day is messed up. So with the fall of Adam and Eve, they fell from that place spiritually because he said, don't eat from this tree. Because when you do, you will die. Not a physical death, but we see that spiritually they died. They lost their position spiritually. Spiritually, they were so connected with God that God came down in the cool of the day to chat with them, to talk to them. That was his son. That was his daughter. He wanted to spend time with them. They were naked. They were unashamed. There was no sin. Basically, the fall of man is where sin had entered into the world. And then after that, we're born into sin. So we can never say that we're we're born into righteousness unless we're born again in Jesus Christ. That's why the Lord says we have to be born again to be saved because we're born literally into sin. When Adam and Eve fell from God's grace, they died spiritually. They lost their position with God. They were moved out of that position with God. Their spiritual connection had died. Their spiritual positioning was dead now. That's why God said that you will die. Because their eyes were open to the things that they... They were open now to shame. They hid themselves from God. Shame is not of God. Shame is nowhere in heaven. Shame is of the devil. Shame and and pride and toiling and all these things, that's of the enemy. The enemy, and I just felt this in my spirit, the enemy was so upset that he fell from heaven because the fall of man, it started, he he had a vendetta. Lucifer had a vendetta. Why? Why do you love these people on the earth? Why? Why do you love them so? We're made a little bit lower than the angels, the word says. And even they can't even understand the angels why God has so much love for us. But Lucifer was in paradise. There was a thief on the cross next to Jesus that said, I want to go to paradise with you. Don't forget me. And that's the one that made it. The other thief who mocked Jesus and had his eye plucked out. He didn't make it. He's in hell. 
But there was paradise. There was a paradise that they were in. Heaven is a paradise. And they were in that paradise and Lucifer fell from paradise. And he had a vendetta against human beings, humankind. So when God made Adam, Adam was very strong. A lot of people blame Eve, but Adam also made the decision to eat because God told him first not to eat the fruit. So Eve ate and was deceived. Adam ate and was deceived. But you know what? The enemy was upset and he had a vendetta against human beings. He had a vendetta against um, Adam and Eve. He was jealous. Why should God go visit them? Why should they... uh, you know, have all this abundance because I'm sure that the Garden of Eden reminded the enemy of heaven. The fruit, the rivers, the four rivers that flew in, uh, that, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The four rivers that were um, going towards it. It was lush, it was plush, and the enemy was like, if I have to suffer here on earth, humankind's are going to suffer. So he was jealous. He deceived Eve. Eve beguiled her husband. But even though Adam knew that he shouldn't have ate it, and so the sin and the fall of man had come. And after that, everything was hard and harsh. And also I want to mention that if you noticed the curse of the woman it says that she will have pain and childbearing and all these things and, and that she'll be um, uh, ruling over her husband. Uh, not ruling, but she'll um, be for her husband. I'm trying to find it right now. Um, curses the ground for your sake. Yes, so I will, multi- I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. So that shows that We weren't supposed to have um, pain when it comes to childbearing, which most women know. We're not supposed to have pain in uh, sexual intercourse. We're not supposed to have sorrows or anything when it comes to having children. It was supposed to be pain-free. And I know that's hard to fathom and imagine. Pain-free? How? But God is able. But that was a curse that we have. And our desire would be for our husband, but he shall rule over us. I believe that husband and wife were supposed to be together. But a woman, as we see in society, is always trying to tell a man what to do and teach a man what to do. But the man is the one that rules over us because as we know, that is God is the man, it's the woman. And because Adam listened to his wife and ate from that tree, he was cursed. So I just want to share the fall of man, um, the sin of man, which, but more so the sin led to the fall. So we have to be careful in our lives And the fall led to death. We have to be careful in our lives. Do not listen to the voice of the enemy. If you didn't hear anything else I said today, do not listen to the voice of the enemy. Because the voice of the enemy will give you a thought or a vision in your mind. When that thought is thought about more, it is conceived into an action That action gives birth to sin and that leads to death. So that's actually what happened here. There was a thought pattern, a seed, which is a thought pattern. A thought was interjected into Eve's mind, a new idea 
was interjected. A disobedient Aikara a disobedient idea was interjected into Eve's mind. That disobedient idea led to her thinking. She did not cast out that thought. She didn't rebuke the devil. She didn't say, the Lord said, don't do this. She thought about it and she said, well, it is good because the enemy will always mix lies with truth. But he'll highlight your truth hiding the lie underneath it, knowing that it's going to cause you pain. He knew what he was doing and he knew the consequences, but he was willing to take it because he was already in hell anyway. He left heaven. Anything apart from heaven is going to feel like hell. That's when people are like, oh, I'm hell on earth. Well, if you left heaven, then maybe so. But God can always restore. So think about your thoughts. If you ever have a disobedient thought, if you ever have a something that you're like, ah, oh, I want to do this, and you know it's not something in you is like, mm, this is not right. It's going to give birth to sin. That sin will give birth to death. And we don't want to die a spiritual death. We don't want to die in our mind and our soul. We don't want to die in our positioning to God. And we don't want to die a physical death because hell is real. Heaven is real. So I just want to share that with you. But you know what? Jesus Christ came to restore it all. Jesus Christ came to restore the the fall of man. And and we can cast down vain thoughts and imaginations and high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God and place it in captivity unto the obedience of Christ, ready to punish disobedience when obedience is fulfilled. That's in Corinthians 5, Corinthians 2, 5, 10, I think. Don't quote me because I'm freestyling right now. But I just wanted to bless you guys that you can be restored in Christ, that Jesus Christ loves you, that even though you could be in sin right now or there's a sin in your life, you can say, Lord, is there anything in my life that the enemy has put in? Is there any seed that the enemy has put in? I want to pray with you. Father God, I just pray for whoever's listening. I pray, God, that you search our heart and test us and know our anxieties. If there be any wicked way in us, oh God, let it float to the top, Lord God, like a seed in water. Let it float up so that we can see it. Help us to deal with it. Holy Spirit, I pray that you eradicate by the fire of God anything in us that is not like you. If there was any death, Father God, I pray that you resurrect and raise this person back to life, back to new life in Jesus' name. I decree and declare your blood over the person's heart right now in the name of Jesus and that you revive and bring back new life in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, I just wanted to share and love on you. This is my very first podcast, so bear with me. (laughs) Blessings.